Do you know why I do that? Not really. Not really. It's um But it makes sense. Okay, good. Uh <laughs> I it's supposed to be to sync stuff, but then I never actually end up using it. Oh. And then after I realize I never even use it, I just start doing it because Big Cat from Barstool always does it. Yeah. So I'm like, this one's for you, Big Cat. Broadcasting today from the Union Fitness Studios located on the North Shore of Pittsburgh. Union Fitness is more than a traditional gym. Mm-hmm. It's a place where you can transform yourself inside and out based around a variety of classes like fitness, yoga, strength, performance, training. At Union Fitness, they believe is their duty to hold themselves and, well, you to a higher standard. They practice what they preach and uphold the values that make Union Fitness the community it is. Go to unionfitness.com today and sign up for a consultation. Through Union, there is... Strength. Um, I thought my bicep would look better when I did this. To I be honest, just I'm kind like of I'm fisting the sky. I'm kind of like okay. it looks better in that one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the the ink arm always looks. Yeah, the ink. I arm mean, the ink arm. Fucks. It's it it fucks. It fucks. The ink arm fucks. I'll fuck you with my ink arm. I'll fuck you with my anchor arm. Ooh. Now that's a perfect segue into today's topic yes it is zach we're fucking old we are old i'm 30 i'm 32 you're 30 as well as well not 32 jesus Christ. 30 as well um and why does that matter well i recently saw a video hit the internets actually it hit the internets thursday i think and um it was tony hawk doing his last ever ollie 540 on a vert ramp and you're like, well, how do you know it's his last ever? Because if you've seen the video, after he finally lands it, after what feels like a thousand and one attempts, after he finally lands it, he goes, yep, that was it. And it's basically him realizing that as he gets older, there are going to be certain tricks that he can no longer land. And the Ollie 540 was a signature for Tony Hawk. Um and the video is really emotional. Like he lands it, he slides off of his knees, the board goes flying through the air, and he's like crying. And he's like, "I don't put fate, fight, fight, I don't put finality on much, but that was the last one I'll ever do." It's fucking heavy for me, man. Like that's Superman. Yeah, that's that's the Birdman. That's the man that made skateboarding cool. That's the guy who did the fucking nine hundred. That's Tony fucking Hawk. Yeah. And I mean, even as somebody who like never skated, but had homies that skated, like the Tony Hawk games were a staple, you know? Oh yeah. 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 Absolutely. Tony Hawk, the video game franchise alone is like one of the most memorable pieces of childhood. Yeah. I mean, it made him like a, a fucking cultural icon, cultural icon. And you know, to this day, the debate will rage on. Are you a Tony Hawk pro skater one or a Tony Hawk pro skater two guy? Which one had Darth Maul? Two. And that that's like a testament to like how long he's been like fucking shit up. Right. That like 
yet a video game where Darth Maul wasn't like a dated character. Right. You know, like, right. That's like probably like 2000, 2001. And you think about like um, finding Chin or the adventures of Chin, whatever that that's, it was like the original skateboarding video basically Right. that had the, um, I'm going to fuck this up. What is it? The Stetzer house or whatever, that group that they were all part of that wore the Navy vans. I'm unfamiliar. Oh, it's it's in um, Lords of Dogtown, which is a fucking awesome movie. Documentary is kind of eh, but the actual like theatrical version of the movie is fucking incredible. It's really good. Uh, it's one of my favorite movies of all time, actually. Um, but uh, yeah, so Tony Hawk is like you know was the originator of cool skateboarding. He was there at the beginning, and now as we age, and he has aged, it's like. Like, yeah, he's never going to be able to do a trick that he had in his back pocket for the larger part of his career. I'm sure there are people like teens now that just know Tony Hawk is like the guy from the occasional barracks video where he yells, do a kickflip. Yeah. You know, and they, they just don't know. Yeah. Or they think he's the video game guy. Right. The video game like, guy or like the guys who skate know probably know who he is because it's like saying you would you don't know who like Wayne Gretzky is if you're a hockey fan. Right. Um, but you know, like largely it's just his properties, right? Yeah. Birdhouse, Tony Hawk skateboarding, like all that kind of stuff. Um, and that kind of got me thinking like, what are some other things that have like pinged me recently? And I'm like, Oh, Oh, that are kind of like, Hey, guess what? You're fucking old now. Yeah. And what are those things? Um, and I kind of, we did a little bit of like, who are those people? Right. But then also I have a list of some things that are very upsetting. <laughs> I have it's some not triggers. hard, unfortunately. I have a little black book full of triggers. There we go. Yeah. That's a cool name for like an album. A little black book full of triggers. The AD, AGD album coming later, fall 2021. So do you want to start with your first person? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bam Margera. Okay, that's, yeah. I mean, right in line with Tony Hawk, pretty much, where he was like, I, you grew up, you're like, I want to be like Bam. Yeah, but I couldn't tell you dick about his skateboarding. No, no, we only knew him, well, I don't know how many people could tell you that much about his skateboarding, but we only know him from Jackass and Viva La Bam. Yeah. And he has since gone through rehab twice. He looks like shit. Looks like shit and is like, if you if you showed a picture of Bam Margera to an eighteen year old right now, they would have no clue who the fuck that is. No, and he's he's barred from Jackass Four. They told him he's not welcome. What? Yeah. So Jackass Four will be moving on without Bam, which is like what really got me is like, not only is like my dude old, but like he's so fucked now that like his friends don't want to hang out with him. Steve O is like you're too fucked. And that's another one, like Steve-O. Like, Steve-O was like, how the fuck is Steve-O still alive? Steve-O has, like, his own website, and he dick, he, he, he dick, he duct taped himself to a billboard in L.A. to help promote it. Yeah, but now he's got a podcast, he's vegan, he's, like, doing fun shit out of a van with a dog or something. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's kind of crushing to think about Viva, or think about any of those guys, Bam Margera. Yeah, I saw a, uh... It's not like Bam a, Margera, I, that's not who I wanted to say. Who's the main jackass guy? Johnny Knoxville. Thank you, Johnny Knoxville. He's fucking Knoxville. 50 years old now. Yeah, Johnny Knoxville's 50. 
I saw there's a podcast that uh, if you're familiar with Viva La Bam that Rab Rab himself has. Oh yeah, and uh, they were talking. He was talking to Raikion, like the dude that the long yeah, hair and the beard. The guy. He's like a professional chemist now. Yeah, like Brandon Novak owns like rehab houses. At least they went and did something positive with their time. Seriously, you know, but uh, it's just wild to see that like. When we were, t- like, I guess young teens, teenagers, they were probably, what, their early, yeah, early 20s. And now it's like, I'm in my 30s, and they're, like, fully just, like, grown-up people. And you're like, oh, fuck this yeah. happened. Yeah, like, they're they're closer to retirement than not. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucked. Super fucked. That's real fucked. Yeah. Um, One for me, and it's kind of like a group of people. Um. They were all rookies the same year, I believe the same year in the NHL. Um, Sidney Crosby, Patrick Kane, and Keith Yandel all hit 1,000 games within like a week of each other. Yeah. And I remember all of them being drafted. I remember the hype around them coming in. I remember everything like, you know, Sidney Crosby getting drafted was the biggest thing to me as a diehard Penguins fan. And like, he was 18. I was like 17 or 16. So like, it was amazing. Like, I was like, this is so cool. Like, we're going to have a star player that's, like, my age or whatever. And now, like, generally after you hit your thousandth game mark, you're, you're, you're not only a veteran in the league, but, like, you only got, like, three years left, Max. So, like, yeah. we're closer to a guy whose nickname is Sid the Kid retiring than we are from him being a rookie. Yeah, uh Patrick Kane came into the league with flowing long locks of hair. He's now bald. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, I, I don't life even know. Life comes at you fast. Yeah, life does come at you fast. And that's like, those three retiring soon, like, really fucked me up. I was like, oh, no. Like, that's brutal to think about. Yeah. I mean, it's hard for me to watch, like, reality TV now. And, mm. like, half the girls on, like, The Bachelor are, like, 24. And I'm like what yeah like what it's also it makes it uh like we we watch the show riverdale yeah and i have a giant crush on veronica but she's like in real life 23 this and i'm like fun. yeah like, i can't this yeah. is weird like it's too weird yeah it's weird for a 30 year old man to have a crush on a girl who's or a woman who's 23 but then plays a teenage girl on a tv show yeah. like it's not good uh they luckily they just did the jump you know, mm-hmm. like all fucking teen shows do where they become older, right? So Veronica's now like has graduated college and is like twenty. And she's playing her age now. She's like right. twenty five or whatever. So it's a little bit easier, but still. Yeah, I mean, I know that you know this, but people listening probably don't, but I've been hardcore watching Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. And I mean it started in like two thousand five two thousand seven or some shit. But uh there's a dude on there. His character's Mark Stallone, and he's like the stud doctor. They're like just like pounding puss like the entire fucking sure. time. Yeah. And I found him on Instagram. Well, I didn't. And I didn't have to look hard. He's a fucking yeah. celebrity. All but right. I looked up his Instagram, and he looks pretty much the same, except for gray hair, gray beard, like white. And I was just like, oh, he looks like fucking Colonel Sanders. What oh, the no. fuck? But like, it was tr- it fucked me up. I yeah. was like, oh my god. Like, yeah. No, oh my god like that's him that's right, him right you know right. i just know him from like 15 fucking years ago right like sarah chalk from scrubs is the mom in rick and morty Ooh. yeah 
Mila Kunis plays mom roles now. Right? She was 16 in um, that 70s show. She was actually 16 years old. She lied about how old she was so she could get casted. But she's, she was Christ. 16. And now she plays the mom role. It it trips me. I, I'll watch uh, King of the Hill when I go to bed. Mm-hmm. It trips me up that Lou Ann is Brittany Murphy. Yeah. Rest in peace. Right. Know? But still, like, it seems so weird. Yeah. Like, it just seems like, you know, fucking off. No, it's not great. It's not great. Uh, you got another one? Um, Yeah. So, coronavirus, COVID, whatever you want to fucking call it, it's kind of started to make me think about all the artists that I like that I didn't see before that like, is it too late now? Cause I remember like Willie Nelson came a couple years ago for like farm aid. And I was like, I'm not going to go or, you know, or like John Prine came like two years ago and he's dead now. Or like David Allen co like I could have seen him and he just sits on a fucking stool now and like plays with like a headset mic. And it's just like, like how many artists could I have seen mm. that I just like didn't go? Or I was like, oh, I don't want to pay that much. That just like I might have eternally missed the boat on. And that's like that's hard to swallow. That's like a little fuck to think about. Yeah. So um, I have a list of artists. Okay. That are now all eligible for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. What is the what you, is the um... you have to have had twenty five years pass. Since your debut album. Oh, this is going to fuck me up. So this would be 1995 would be their debut album. Are you ready? Yeah. The singer, Jewel. Okay, that's kind of whatever, right? Alanis Morissette. Wow. No Doubt. Hmm. Okay. Starting to get a little bit closer to the heart there, right? Yeah. Uh, Foo Fighters. Jesus. Okay. It's getting worse. It Trust me, it's going to get worse. Uh, Radiohead. Wow. Jay Z. <laughs> Outcast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now these these last three are like the big bangers that like made me pull the e brake here. Ready? Incubus. Mm. Blink one eighty two. Yikes. And Green Day. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Green Green Day was on my list too. Right. Just thinking about like me listening to Green Day when I was a teenager. And then like even by two thousand and six they release The Saints Are Coming yeah. for Katrina with U two. Yeah. So even probably by two thousand and six, Green Day is like for the punk kids, like over the hill. They're doing songs with fucking U two. Yep. And I mean it. It's it's gone downhill. Right. Like it hasn't gotten any right, better. Right. But still, it's like that was fifteen fucking years ago. Would you like two bands that are currently in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah, Blur and Oasis. <laughs> oh my god. Um, how about this? It has been ten years since My Chemical Romance has released new music. And the king of them all, the album that defined most of our childhoods through through a time period, Hybrid Theory is 20 years old. That's so fucked. <laughs> That's so fucked. 
my buddy hit me up like two months ago and was like, yeah. do you realize that the last System of a Down album that came out is like 10 years old? Yeah. Yeah. Like, my Chem and System of a Down basically tapped out together in a large in a large way. That's so wild. Um. Okay. Uh, do what? What's your other person? Because I just have a list after this. Yeah. Uh, my third person that I was, you know, it goes along with Willie, but like more so because he's not as old. But right. Right. The thought that I'll never potentially see Morrissey again live mm. fucks with me heavy. Yeah. Because he had some issues where like they wouldn't let him in the country, and then he was supposed to do a residency in Vegas, and then some like iconic. Uh, the Apollo and another venue in New York. And I was just like, okay, like that'd be cool. You know, tickets sold out like instantly. And I was like, well, fucking next time. And now I'm like, there's not a next time. Yeah. Potentially. And like, that's, that's the roughest one. Cause I mean, there's like icons that are old that like will probably lose, but then there are other artists that like, maybe not even like big names like that. that are just like, with the venues closing, it's just going to be harder to see them. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Decemberists had like a 10 or 20 anniversary tour for like one of their albums and they canceled it last year because of COVID and they just canceled the rescheduled dates for this fall. And I was just like, fuck like who the, f- I mean, who the fuck knows? Like right. who knows? Right. Who knows? Right. And that sucks. Uh, Here's a uh, some other upsetting list things to think about. So uh, a couple of months ago, it popped up that Generation Z, the Zoomers, you know, telling us that skinny jeans, side parts, bacon, pizza aren't cool. And this the word selfie is irrelevant. Right. Do you remember that? Yeah. Like it was all over TikTok. I'll be honest, though. Like what generation are we? Like I never figured it out. We're millennials. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. So, um. But here's here's the part that upset me. Not that a younger generation came along and called us old, but the generation that was so upset with the older generation is now telling the kids exactly what we were tired of hearing. Right? Millennials were largely um, prosecuted for being a generation of mouthy brats. Right? And so the second somebody came for us, what did we do? Through a temper tantrum. Yeah. Like that's that's essentially what happened. Yeah. Yeah. So um that upset me thinking about that. Like that, you know, we have literally become the thing that we hated as a millennial. I maybe maybe, or maybe we're also realizing like how justified that response was. Yeah. Because I fucking hate people ten years younger than right. me. Right. So bad. There you go. There you go. Um so here's some here's some Nickelodeon things. Are you ready? Stu and Dee Dee were 20 and 27 in Rugrats. Particularly when Angelica breaks her foot, breaks her foot, she's faking it. Um, but then Stu is like making the pudding and he goes, I'm 28 years life. How is my, and, and uh, I'm 28 years old and my life is whatever to this. And like, we're 30. <laughs> I literally, you know, I, I have, I have friends that have children now. And I literally don't understand like right. how it's possible. Right. And I think I should. So like, I don't know what happened to me. Right. But, like, right. Oh um, God. Here's, here's another one that's going to ruin you. St- wait, what? 
So here are the shows that are featured on Nick at Night. SpongeBob, Friends, Full House. Uh, I'm just kind of like looking for more of the Ross TV schedule. Let's see what's all on here. <laughs> this is Nick at Night. Um, young Sheldon. Yeah, young Sheldon. Well, they put it where it belongs. Yeah, but and I don't know what this mom is, but like, yeah. It's Those got the chick from uh, It's Always Sunny, doesn't it? original content from them, yeah. No, I think it was on Fox. Oh, really? Yeah. It was an older show. Okay, but Friends, Full House, and SpongeBob SquarePants are the staples of the Nick at Night lineup that used to feature I Love Lucy, Leave it to Beaver, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? The Monsters. Were you a Nick at Night person when you were a kid? Um, I think I was for like... Uh, I love Lucy and the Munsters, that kind of stuff, because my dad liked all that stuff. If I start to hear the theme song from the George Lopez show, mm. I turn into a fucking werewolf. Oh, right. Yeah. And they're jumping on the trampoline. I'm, That's how you knew you were up too late. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I got to turn this shit off. But I swear they only played like five fucking episodes. Yeah, it was the same five episodes. <laughs> there's one. Every time. There's one where George's daughter like goes to a hotel to be in a chingy video. Oh, yeah, 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 it's yeah, so yeah, fucking yeah, strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, that's right. Um, So that's some, some weird fucking... Oh, also, the Nickelodeon studios, studios is no longer where Nickelodeon is. Like, that building you think oh, yeah. of with the pillars and the big, you know, orange sign, that's not there anymore. Did you see Patrick's getting a spinoff series? I did. Where he has, like, a family? Yeah. Nobody asked for it? No, no. Nobody asked for any spinoff series from SpongeBob. Um, The... Computer crisis that was going to take down the modern era, Y2K, is 20 years old. I wish it would have happened. <laughs> we could all be gathered around the campfire and you could be right. listening to me and fucking Josh talk. But... Right. Uh, that also means that Chris Jericho debuted in the WWE 20 years ago. Do you remember when The Miz was just a guy on MTV? Yeah. And like, now he, well, just he just lost the belt, but he was the WWE champion. That's so weird. Theo yeah. Vaughn was on Road Rules. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I I made my mom listen to Theo Vaughn stand up, and then I showed her a picture of him. And she was like, that's the guy from Real World, or Road Rules. And yeah. I was like, you're absolutely right. I had no idea. Um, So one of my dad's favorite movies growing up that he went to see in theaters, and he remembered, like, the trailers. It was one of the first movies he saw in theaters was The Exorcist. That was in 1973. God damn. That is the equivalent to Space Jam to us. Is that the first movie you remember seeing in theaters? Not the first one, but it's like The Lion King is is 25 years old. Damn. Yeah. I think the first movie that I remember seeing that wasn't like the Star Wars re-releases was The Mummy. And I think that's like 99. Oh, yeah. But... Yeah, even going to the movie theater seems like an old thing, though. Right. Like, when was the last time you went to the movies? Well, a year. <laughs> yeah, but, but doesn't it seem like? Uh, how frequently did you go to the? Did you go pretty like, re, pretty okay. frequently? Yeah. I would say I was in the movie theater at least once a month. Yeah. Yeah. Hence, thoughts from the movies Wednesdays at eight on Twitch. <laughs> um, high school freshmen have never seen a phone that you hang up. Like, they don't know what hang-up means. Oh, yeah. I, I see these, like, TikTok videos. It's like, if you had to make the symbol for a phone with your hand. How would you do it? Yeah. And so, like, we go like this. Right. And kids go like. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
which is fucking strange. Okay. Um, along the high school freshman thing, high school freshmen don't know what the save icons is. They've never seen one. What do you mean? It's a floppy disk. They still have they still have to click a button to save though, right? Yeah, they do okay. have to click a button to <laughs> it's save. Like, wait a minute. Well, maybe not. Like think about Google Docs. Yeah, I think you even really a word save. like auto saves every like yeah. twenty minutes or something. Yeah. So like, uh, but that's uh, there's they've never like a floppy disk is totally foreign to them. Um, if Marty McFly were to go back to the future today, he would be in the year nineteen ninety. So he left the year 1985 and went back to 1955. So he would be, if he, 2020, he went back, he'd be in 1990. That's egregious. <laughs> I, don't, I don't fucking like there that at go. all. There you go. I don't right. like that at all. The year 2050 is as far away as 1990. I don't like that either. <laughs> that's, that's fucking bad. That derailed you. Um, oh. I said the kids today have never hung up the phone thing. Um, they do. They don't teach cursive in schools anymore. That's fair. That's I fair. mean, it was fair, but like that's like because like handwriting is pretty much irrelevant. When was the last time you used cursive? Never. I I don't even sign in cursive. I just make a scribble. Yeah, I have like I just. Yeah, like I have like a design that's my initial that's now my signature. Have I saw a TikTok that was like uh this dude went to buy beer and he was like, "Do you need me to take my license out or can you see it?" And she was like, "No, I can see the one at the beginning of your birth year." Yeah, and I was like, "Oh my god." Yeah, what yeah, the yeah, fuck? yeah, 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 yeah. Um kids uh in high school have never seen a phone book. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> fuck the phone book too. That was right. probably such a, you know, I don't even know who's responsible for the phone book. That, that was such a waste of money. At the time, I guess it wasn't. But are you ready for this? I don't think so. The original PlayStation is twenty five years old. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Like, I remember PlayStation, like, the commercials leading up to PlayStation. I don't. Because, like, that noise, that hum noise. Yeah. That's how all the commercials would end. And it was, like, the revolutionary revolution in video games. And, like, the fact that it was, like, on a CD and, like, dramatically changed the way we thought of modern entertainment consoles. Yeah. The PlayStation. Did you have a PlayStation? No, I had uh, N64. Jealous. Super Nintendo. Yeah. And then, like, so N64 was even before PlayStation. Maybe around the same time. I don't know. Hang on. Let me look it up because it might have been around the same time. N64 debut. My friend's brother had a Dreamcast. I guess I should put release, right? Jesus. Yeah. I think the Dreamcast is slept on. Just throwing it out. Oh, there. absolutely. 96. So, yeah, it's same. It's Fuck. about 25 years old. And then when was the Xbox released? 2003? 2001. Oh, my God. So, we were a largely a Nintendo family until. 
we definitely got PlayStation at one point because that's what we played uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater on. But mm. I remember PlayStation 2 was already out when we got PlayStation 1. Okay. The PlayStation 2 and Xbox came out at the same time. I never had a PlayStation. I had the PS1, which was like the dialed-down version. Yeah. Remember? You yeah, could that's buy what like I a had. screen to attach to right. it. Right, yeah, that's what I had. Yeah, I had that. I don't know. I think I had a PS2. Definitely had a GameCube. We had a GameCube as well. 360. We had a Wii. And then, uh, and if you guys want to hear, you know, stories of terrible timing, I sold my Xbox One the second to last week of February 2020 because I was like, I'm, I'm never home. Oh yeah. I don't need to play games. And then it was like, oh, Warzone, like the most like culturally sweeping free game of the entire span of fucking time is coming out in two weeks and you're not gonna be able to leave your house for a year. And I was like, well, also uh Fortnite, Yeah. Yeah. It was probably the most culturally sweeping free game ever. Yeah. I, I had a switch for a little bit and then I was like, I'm 29 and playing Fortnite on my switch. There's probably better ways to spend my days. I currently have a switch. Oh yeah. Hey, but <laughs> and now I play uh, Pokemon on it. So fuck you. Well, okay. I'm glad you said that. What? What what Pokemon game do you have? Sword, Shield, uh, Sword. How quickly did you? No, beat Shield. It? I have Shield. How quickly did you beat all the gyms? Um, this is a great question. I don't know. I think maybe like a month or two. Oh, okay. I beat it in two days. I think, but like also like I'm sick. And like right. that's all I did for like eighteen right. hours. Right, 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 like right, 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 right. Uh, no, I got the so I got the Switch and I downloaded Mario Kart and Pokemon because mm. I'm an adult. I'm thirty. Right. Um, but that's what I would have downloaded in nineteen ninety five when yeah. Game Boy came out. So, yeah. uh, fuck you. Um, so I downloaded the Pokemon game and played that fairly religiously. Um, and was racing with my friend who like restarted his game and we played like, you know, congruently and would like battle every yeah. like week to see who was stronger. Um, but then like the game became like not aggressively harder, but like noticeably harder. And I couldn't just keep trashing on people with like basic Pokemon. I like I had to go really level up some of my mid range Pokemon so yeah. that. I think what that game did better than the normal games is, is like in the original game, if you had an overpowered starter or an overpowered, like even like next tier Pokemon, right? You could clean up everywhere. Yeah. You would use one Pokemon. If you go to your second Pokemon, that was like a big deal. But like the new game is so much more advanced in the sense that like you have to look for matchups and like you have to use your whole roster. You can't just run train with one Pikachu that's like super powered. Right. Um so like I played the game to my own detriment at the beginning too quickly cuz I was like, oh, just run around in the grass, kill a bunch of like level 5s, get my guy up to like 20 and then I'll run train on the rest of it. Right. Can't do that. So I had to kind of like go back and like work my way back up a little bit because I had to go back, reset my roster, realize that the roster I picked was bad. It had a lot of holes in it and then kind of like readjust my roster, build those all back up, that kind of stuff. Yeah. 
I, I I thought it was easier in the regard that there weren't as many like, you know, the original go here and get this and take it back to Professor Oak and shit. And I feel like this game didn't have that much of that. No, it didn't have any so, of like, that. Yeah. So like once I leveled my shit up and just ran through the gyms, I was like online like okay uh it has to be raining and it has to be between 4 30 and 6 30 on route 30 to get a pikachu and there's shit like that because like in the in, on the switch like you can only catch certain pokemon right, at certain, certain times times during certain conditions right. and i was just like i haven't seen my cat in like five hours like what am i doing i'm looking for a fucking pikachu and my life is just going or going right, on around right, me. And i was right. like i can't do this no it's uh and I think that was kind of like where the open worldness of it was a little bit daunting to me. Yeah. And I, and like after I beat all the gyms, it's like, well, you can you can then do the like you're now a gym leader, you know, kind of course of it like afterwards. And like I was like, I don't really fucking care about that. Like yeah. I'm out. Yeah. Um, but the new game that's coming out uh, January 2022, uh, is gonna be pretty fucking sweet. It's like open world, but you're like through like you're playing the character and like pokemon can like attack you and if you don't have a pokemon like you're gonna get fucked up oh wow it's more skyrim than it is pokemon yeah and like you have like a bag and like to catch your first pokemon they don't just give you one right you gotta go out and like catch one Uh, safari style yeah throw some bait at them right 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 (laughs) right 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 should be pretty cool yeah that's Um, another one pokemon 25 this year you had Post Malone cover in only Hootie and be the Blowfish. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> you and me, we're coming from different worlds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, Strange. And he flips the dolphins for the Cowboys. Yeah, which I liked. But. Which is the only reason I know that he wasn't actually talking about dolphins. Dolphins. Right. Had no idea until the Post Malone flip. No idea. I was like, that's a very strange, very strange lyric. But it's it was the nineties. It was the nineties. But the Dolphins were really good in the 90s. So, but they never achieved, they never won the Super Bowl. Never mind. Um, And then the last one I had is that the first class, high school class that learned about 9-11 in a history book is now in the workforce. (laughs) So it's not, not even that, you know, like. It's 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 kind of done had been a thing that like people are learning about nine eleven as we learned about Pearl Harbor in a large way. Yeah. But the the first generation to do that are now like starting at your place of employment. Which is wild. Yeah. Doesn't it seem weird that like people didn't live through that? No, I think that's how time works. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just seems like what is so like we were obviously young. Like yeah, I'm I assuming was in we're both uh, fifth grade. sixth grade. Okay, I was in fifth grade, but still, like that's like a it's like a defining moment. Oh yeah, kind of. But yeah. like, if you didn't live through that, like, what is your defining? Like the younger generation is their defining moment, just like a well, wild series of mass shootings. Well, no, because like, like Sandy Hook wouldn't be that. Um, I don't even know when like Sandy Hook was. Ferguson or uh, the storm on the Capitol building. Like, those are their major life events. That's so weird. Yeah, because they don't seem no no offense to anybody, but they they don't seem like shit. No, compared to a nine eleven. Well, yeah, but you're right. 
but you know also like our parents lived through the majority of their life to the point where they had kids who were in almost in junior high school before they had an event like that that they had to live through yeah you know our parents were older than us or our age when 9-11 happened yeah i remember having teachers like telling us about them being like our age during 9-11 was like how old they were when like jfk was assassinated right 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 and that's like trippy yeah hmm and but you know the capitol building and and ferguson are definitely like standout moments in like american history but i feel like well quarantine Oh yeah, COVID nineteen oh, will Jesus be their Christ. their yeah. thing that they lived through. The fucked up part is that we've lived through all of it. <laughs> it wasn't like we got to tap out on any of this no. shit. It's not like when COVID happened, they're like, "All right, nine eleven no longer happened to you." Yeah, the fuck. Yeah. Well, Bill's character, right? Right. Kids are gonna get some grit. Family Guy, the show, is old enough to drink. Well, that's good. Seth MacFarlane can buy himself a beer to forget all that other shit he did during the 2000s. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, all right. So I think then our daily banger this week uh, is pretty self-explanatory. Since we started the fucking thing with uh, Tony Hawk, I think it only makes a lot of sense to end it with Tony Hawk in a lot of ways. So um, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 came out. And not only did it revolutionize um, the video game and, like, how we kind of thought of things, but it revolutionized how a lot of people listen to music. And the stapled-on best fucking song on the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 soundtrack, Superman by Goldfinger. I mean, the opening riff, all I can think about is cruising down that giant hill through the doors, right over the half pipe, like trying to get through that big glass box up above the half pipe in the first level. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it's all I can think about. It's the best. It's iconic. It's, it's seriously like, uh, maybe the most like, like, I don't know if there's going to, if there's a song more tied to a video game that isn't like the Mario theme. Or like, oh, that's not like a actual song tied to a video game. That's not the theme song for the game. Cause yeah. like, obviously halo comes to mind right, right. off the drop for me, but yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I think there's a lot of people that like some Madden games, some NHL games, some FIFA games had some like tracks attached to them, oh, yeah. but nothing is as synonymous as Goldfinger to the Tony Hawk soundtrack. And, um, so much so that when they rebooted Tony Hawk 1 and made it ready for today's games or game systems, uh, I remember one of the interviews, I think on Complex, was, well, the soundtrack's important. And he's like, yeah, we updated the soundtrack. And everyone was like, <gasps> yeah. and he's like, Superman is on the soundtrack. And Let's like, go. I literally saw like the panic release from the guy who asked the question. <laughs> I can't remember if they were like all covers, but I remember that like my chem covered Astro Zombies. That was for Underground. For Underground, yeah. yeah. Were all the other songs yep, covers? They were all covers. Yeah. 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 And that had like Rise Against, early Rise Against on it. Fallout Boy was on that. I mean, there were a lot of fucking bands that like 
would go on to shape my taste in music. Uh, yeah. I mean, that was pretty much all of Tony Hawk. On my uh, on my way over here, Grand Theft Auto, Where Is Your Boy, and Dead on Arrival both came on from Take This to Your Grave, and I was just like, the mood. Yeah. The mood. Yeah. It's beautiful out in the whole nine yards, so yeah. that works. Um, All right. This has been a Great Depression. Short episode this week, but we are back next week with a fascinating topic. Yes. Um, that is going to take a long time, so buckle up. Tell the tell the peoples. So, 2020, we've been deprived of a lot of things. One of them being the ability to see live music or go to music festivals. So, in the spirit of being optimistic for once in my fucking life... <laughs> We are going to be creating our ideal music festival. We're going to pick our location, pick our headliners, pick our supporting acts, pick acts that we want to have them bring out another act to perform a song together. Shit like that. Maybe we'll pick what kind of fucking food we want there, too. I don't know. Uh, and we get uh, per night. So it's a three-night music festival. Per night, we get to resurrect a dead band. Yes. Which... I, I, when we do drafts normally, I get too clever for my own good, and I like have this really obscure draft that only I think is cool, and I went all the way in on this. <laughs> well, that's that's what this is about. This is what my, it's about. My final night is going to be like the coolest fucking night that like I would pay a lot of money if it could ever actually happen. Oh yeah. So, um, all right. This has been a great depression. We are now in your brains. This is the first.